place you have found it. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings. I am your host, J.R. Houston, for the podcast dedicated to bringing you to your peak happiness through relatable stories, powerful positive psychology, and every now and then a little bit of fun along the way. We are very excited to be joined once again by you wherever you're listening to around the world and by our partners, Live Happy Magazine. New issue coming out very soon. The uh, most recent issue is still available on newsstands everywhere, but keep checking back. Another one is on the way. And, of course, our other partner, Life Reimagined, and their website, lifereimagined.org slash happy. And that is just chock full of all kinds of processes and resources for you as you continue on that journey toward your peak happiness. If you awaken to the power of happiness, so do your dreams. So what's next? Go to lifereimagine.org slash happy. Well, in recent years, scientists and researchers have begun exploring the role of energy and light. Yes, energy and light as part of both the physical and emotional healing process. And today, some practitioners are beginning to integrate energy work into traditional medical practices. And leading that charge is Dr. Eric Pearl. Now, he's founder of The Reconnection and a pioneer in energy healthcare. And in this episode, we're listening in on a conversation that he had with our own science editor, Paula Phelps, about what energy healing can do for you and how you can begin to restore your body to its optimal balance. Can you explain to us exactly what reconnective healing means? Reconnective healing generally is really us reconnecting to our original essence, our truth, the part that of us that we experience when you speak with people who've had a life after death experience, with the awareness of their essence of being love and consciousness that they talk about that is beyond words that we have for it here at that light that we all return to that light we become felt. So reconnective healing in an attempt to put it into English is a universal collaboration really in the most inclusive way. It allows us to access our God-given potential at the highest level of coherence with the intelligence of the universe. It's truly an evolutionary process that is brought into existence through a vibrational interaction with the universe. And in this exchange, we experience something tangible, measurable, really a balanced reminiscence of how humanity came into the world, and an understanding, a, a knowingness. It's, it's newly available as a form of healing and evolution via this comprehensive spectrum we discussed with energy, light, and information, an intelligent bandwidth of frequencies, and universal intelligence that understands more than what our mind can even direct or detect. It, it teaches us that there is no technique, that we are more than our technique. We are more than technique itself, and we are here to transcend technique and to transcend the illusion of time itself. What exactly does it do? So let's say you were coming in to receive a reconnected healing process. Um, if you were the client, you would come in, maybe take off your shoes, you'd be comfortable, lie down on the massage table. The practitioner doing reconnective healing, someone that we taught to do it, would, would take their hands without touching you, um, not even near near your body, but um, anywhere from inches to feet to yards away from your body, and allow themselves to begin to feel and access this frequency of energy, light, and information. And what happens is we've seen through the research studies that there's an immediate change 
the brain, well, your heart wave as the practitioner entrains with the brain waves and shows up measurably in the brain waves of the person receiving the healing. Both people access a higher, more coherent level of light. See, we know today that we are light. We know from the works of Dr. Chris Albert Pop and in Germany and others that the DNA in our cells emit level of, of light. And this light is actually dimmer, measurably dimmer when our health is diminishing and increasing when our health is coming back up. And what happens with reconnective healing is that the DNA starts to emit levels of light that are more, not just higher, but they're more what science calls coherent or more harmonic. So we know today that the body does not heal through biochemicals as we used to be taught in school. We know that the body heals through what's called the light model. Light answers a lot of questions the biochemical model couldn't really explain to us. And what happens is really when we fall away from health, we fall out of our natural harmony. Reconnective healing, if you want to try for something fairly simple to understand this, restores the body to a state of balance and harmony through and communicating through the natural field of light that is what keeps us all alive and functioning. How similar is that to Reiki? Reiki is a wonderful beginning way to start to learn how to contact a more comprehensive field of healing than we can access just by Reiki alone. Just like Shigong or Jinshin or Jorei. They are different subsets of the four-dimensional energy field that has been here. And they've been, through these techniques, we've been learning how to come into balance with the energy field and to start to work with it. And think of, think of Reiki and the different forms of Reiki and all the other techniques as gorgeous training wheels. You know, if you have a child and you want to teach your child safely how to learn to ride on a bicycle, you give them a beautiful set of training wheels so they can start to discover their balance and not injure themselves in the process. Now, obviously, once your child learns how to develop his or her sense of balance on the bicycle, you remove the training wheels. But in the energy healing world, we sort of miss that. We start adding new techniques and new techniques and different forms of Reiki, different forms of Shigong. And we master energy healing techniques, just like mastering the bicycle with training wheels. But really today we have an opportunity to decide whether we want to master the bicycle with training wheels or remove the training wheels and master the bicycle itself. Today our decision is that we no longer have to master the energy healing techniques. Today we're given the opportunity to master healing itself. So think of a gorgeous tapestry it has golden threads and purple threads and blues and greens and all the exquisite colors. And one of those threads is Reiki, and one of them is Tagong, and one of them is Jinshin or Jorei. But today we have this entire tapestry that includes all the gifts, all the gifts of these energy healing techniques, all of those threads. But we don't have to worry about the technique of how to work with that thread. We get the gifts of it without any of the complicated techniques or rituals or fear-based protection 
and we have a tapestry. If we lose the Reiki, that's not good, because then we start to lose the integrity of the tapestry if we start pulling up the threads. It gives us those gifts and it gives us more. Isn't that wonderful? Because just as humanity is evolving, we are learning to evolve in the energy healing field. How does reconnective healing work in conjunction with the traditional medical approach? And then how does that all work together? It's very common that we've heard about comprehensive medicine, complementary medicine, integrative medicine, alternative medicine. And that's great for medicine, but it places the emphasis of importance on medicine. And in reality, today we understand that that's not really where we want the importance to be. We want the diamond of importance, the emphasis of importance to be on healthcare. And so if you visualize a, di a giant diamond, instead of looking at the diamond as if it's medicine and everything is alternative and complementary medicine, you picture all these facets of the diamond and the diamond is healthcare and one beautiful facet of the diamond of healthcare is medicine. Another one is chiropractic, another one is acupuncture, another one is dentistry, another one is reconnective healing. So it's time today for us to start thinking about alternative, complementary, and integrative health care and understanding that every healthcare discipline plays a vital and important role. The only danger is when one healthcare discipline feels that it is the authority and the expert over and above the rest. What are some simple things they can do to begin to connect with their energy? Well, really what this is, it's, it's, it's twofold. What we can do on our own for someone who has not really stepped into a class to learn how to access this and facilitate it, is we can start by learning to witness and observe nature, the laws and principles of the universe, you know, how trees grow up and tree roots grow down, children are born with two eyes and one nose, and we can start by looking in and, and discovering the, the love that's in each and every individual, and I can tell you lots of things, and you know, they're not new. These are things that we know from many great teachers today, but witnessing and observing without judgment is key. And you can take a next step, actually, a simple next step. The book um, that I've written is called The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself. And the book, The Reconnection, is an international bestseller in 39 languages. And something does happen. Strange as it sounds, and I know it sounds unusual, I know it because I didn't plan this. But something starts to change and transform in us in a way that we can actually feel and detect a sensation of as we read the reconnection and as we start to work with it and it does contain a basic how-to, a way of exercises and ways to discover and access, harness as you put it, these healing frequencies. But there's really something, I have to tell you, there's really something that takes place in the seminars, in the training programs themselves that don't seem to take place just from us having a conversation here. Dr. William Tiller, who's famous for the Tiller-Einstein model of negative entropy, Dr. Gary Schwartz from the University of Arizona, Dr. Konstantin Karakov from Russia and others, have measured the energy levels, what they call the 
stress-free thermodynamic energy levels in the healing room during the reconnective seminars. And these training programs of reconnective healing seem to the people in it experience a raise in energy that's equivalent to, get this, over 300 degrees centigrade or the equivalent of about 572 degrees Fahrenheit. Something takes place in the room and it's almost like tea bags steeping in hot water. There is a transformation. There is an opening somehow of a gate or doorway that allows us to access something that we haven't accessed prior to this. And once we access it, we learn how to have it at our fingertips, and then we learn how to share it with others. At least this is the explanation of the researchers who continuously come in to study the reconnected healing training programs and see what's happening with people learning and doing this work. So is that attributed to just the energy of the many people joining together? No, it's not having to do with numbers. Interestingly enough, it's having to do with the frequencies that are actually of the energy light and information that are accessed. And it can be brought to at the same depth and level with one person as with 100,000 people. Because, think of it this way, each ray of the sun on one level is individual. But each ray of the sun contains the entirety of the sun, contains the holograph of the sun. It's the total representation of the sun here. Just like if you take a magnet, you break it in half, you've got two entire representations of the magnet. You break it up into 63 pieces, you have 63 holographic representations of that total magnet here, and we are each total representations of, call it God, call it love, call it the intelligence of the universe, or Allah, or whatever word you want to use. We are that here. So, and this expanded field of healing, we work holographically. One person functioning at 100% brings in 100%. Ten people functioning at 100% brings in 100%. Ten people functioning at 10% is only 10%. It's not 10 times 10. What are some of the obstacles they might encounter as they try to reconnect with that? Are you ready? The biggest obstacle is ego. And ego is really a manifestation of fear. So ultimately, it becomes fear. Every choice we make, every action that we take in life comes either from a concept or a consciousness of fear, lack, limitation, the illusion of separation, the illusion of darkness, ego and judgment, and the need for control. Or it comes from love, light, oneness, unity, prosperity, abundance, the willingness to simply be the witness and the observer and the observed. And you can't give a gift that you're unwilling to accept or receive yourself. So you can't stand there in fear, protecting yourself in a white flame and a gold flame and a purple flame, and trying to shake off negative energy and spray yourself down with alcohol and pull up imaginary zippers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and facilitate healings that reside in love. You can't stand in a consciousness of lack and limitation, trying to add healing toys and 
healing wands and healing necklaces, etc., 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 and facilitate healings that reside in abundance, us recognizing that we are more than abundantly enough. We can't stand in technique and the need for control and judgment and ego and I master this and I master that and facilitate healings that reside in the willingness, as you said, to simply be the witness and the witness, the seer and the seeing, the observer and the observed. And we're here to learn that we are more than abundantly enough, but to start to recognize that everyone is special and therefore no one is special. And we have been raised generation after generation to look at what makes each of us special and unique. Tommy, you're a special boy. Mary, you're a special girl. Look for what makes you special, unique, and different. And we've been living in fear, really fear, of being willing to ask ourselves and each other, what makes you and I the same? What makes you and I the same? Because our fear is, if you and I are the same, then we might cease to exist because what's going to give us an identity? And we come back to understanding that we're viewing either from fear or from love. And what really truly is fear, except the fear of not being love itself. And if you recognize or believe that our true essence of existence is that of love, then what really is it that we fear? It's just the fear of not existing at all. And we suddenly find that Fear and love are really two sides of the same coin anyway. What are your best remedies for overcoming that and reconnecting with your own energy? Well, ego being an aspect of love, we have to overcome fear. And in order to do that, we have to step into our fears. We have to find the things we're afraid to do and start off small. Maybe you're afraid to do the practice healing if you're wearing all black because you might pull a negative energy. So you put on your healing colors. So say, you know what? Today I'm going to do it in all black, and I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to put on purple underwear. The worst thing that could happen is I'll die. And if I do die, I'll be all right anyway. If I don't die, I'll just step through one conscious fear. And each time we step through one conscious fear, a thousand and one other fears disappear with it. So let's learn to start recognizing the fears in our lives individually and step through them with wisdom. Maybe you're in the habit of, I walk in the front door, so I'm not going to walk out the person's back door. I'm going to walk out their front door again. Walk out the back door. See what happens. And the more and more we step through our fears, we become light. And light itself, we start to realize, has nothing to protect itself from. Because darkness doesn't exist. What is darkness really? except the absence of light. If darkness actually existed, we could sweep it up, put it into a paper bag, and stick it out with the trash in the morning. Darkness is just the absence of light, and darkness is really us, not being the light that we are. So coming back to a basic piece, find little superstitions that we have in our lives, little things we want to do, and step through them and see what happens. That might be the beginning and start to look for the love in others instead of what we don't like about them. Start to look for what makes us the same. How can I see myself in this person, in that person, in the other person? In other words, metaphorically speaking, let's throw out the t-shirts and on the back of our underwear drawer that say, kiss me, I'm Irish, kiss me, I'm Italian, kiss me, I'm Jewish, kiss me, I'm Catholic, and get new ones that say, kiss me, I'm you. 
and look at what makes us feel a little uncomfortable about feeling the same with everyone. And we'll start to recognize that we feel a false sense of security around the illusion of appearing so very different. Maybe part of why we're here on Earth is to look at one another and recognize that we are living in an illusion of separation to learn to see the truth that we are all one. And Earth might just be one little playground for this discovery. I think really what I want people to understand is if you're looking to find that one special healer in the planet, don't think you're going to need to pack a bag and ride a donkey up to the mountain, to a mountaintop in Tibet. It, you know, healers are not someone raised in a cave fed by monks and selected multi-generationally. The true healer is the person who's looking back at each of us in the mirror every morning when we wake up and every night before we go to sleep. Today it's time, I believe, to recognize that we might live in a fear or insecurity. Are we good enough to be a healer? Will it work? What will people think of us? And if we live behind those insecurities, what we're really doing is depriving the world of a gift we each have to offer. Today, it's time for us to step through our fears and say, I am going to offer this gift. That's why I'm here. Interesting to say the least. That is Dr. Eric Pearl along with our own Paula Phelps. And if you'd like to find out more about Dr. Pearl and the reconnection, you can visit livehappy.com slash energy. And while you're online, let us know what you thought about this or other podcasts or maybe even things that you would like to hear on the Live Happy Now podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Live Happy, Facebook.com slash Live Happy. You can search My Live Happy on Instagram or you can send us an email podcast at livehappy.com. We want to hear from you. And of course, you're welcome to share what you're learning from us on your social media connections as well. That's going to do it for us for Paula Phelps and Dr. Eric Pearl. I'm J.R. Houston saying so long and remember to always live happy.